Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And in three, two, and one. This week, this, 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 this week, this week, this, 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 this week. This week in Geek. This week in Geek, we talk about Barbenheimer, animals, and tournaments. There's not an animal tournament about Barbenheimer. Clarification. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Week in Geek, where things happened this week in Geek. And this is our last episode for a little bit. But yeah. how have you been, Kevin? How's it going? Uh... I've been I've been doing pretty good. Um, I finished up summer camp last week, Woo! which I was very, <clears throat> very much looking forward to. Um, How'd that go? <laughs> uh, well, I think overall we had a little bit better of a structure this year than last year. Um, but it it does like get to your head when you realize like, hey, the toxicity is not going away, <laughs> like. <laughs> it that's like ingrained in the system now and that's unfortunate so i don't know be nice to people online i i i like got that over the course of like the last two weeks in particular there was like a lot of like really toxic campers it was Uh like hey you can't be like calling people obscenities like in my presence uh (laughs) you will get kicked off of teams and no one will like to play with you period like you could be the best player ever but if you're just an, an asshole no one's gonna hire you um it's hard to tell them that like it's just like you, you just be nice to people like some people are just learning other people's are you know have played forever so it, it's up to all of us to make everybody have fun right so uh yeah that that was the hardest part um but essentially right after right after that whole uh the the thing got out the second actually almost the the near second that the camp got out, I was like, okay, I'm I'm going into party mode. Um, <laughs> um, I had dinner with a friend on Friday night. Uh, immediately after camp, uh, we were just talking about uh things that we want to try out later. So, um, to keep you guys updated with that if anything comes through. Um, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, I had my neighbors, who were my neighbors like 15 years ago, they like came by and visited us. Um, so I was playing host for, for hmm. them. Um, they used to live in California a long time ago, but they haven't like explored a ton. So it was up to like me to be, you know, Bay Area tour guide like Kevin, which is pretty cool. Um, I got to ride the small trains in Tilden Park again. That's like probably my the highlight. I don't know. I just like I like trains. Um oh wait, wait, I should I should probably send you a picture of that. Um I was saying it as a joke, but I was like, if I ever have the money, this is my new whip. Um, it, but yeah, it's like literally like a small railroad like car that you could just sit in and uh, enjoy the the looks of the forest while you're while you're on the train. Um, it's very nice. Um, 
did that. Uh, did round one. Went to Pier Thirty Nine. Um, Ooh, imagine rolling up and yeah. in, in just that mini steam powered looking beauty. It is. Is it's such a nice looking train, and it's a really nice ride too. It's like a. That's like full on like party train. You can fit so yeah. many people on there. You can, and like, I thought that they would raise the prices after like a long time, but like, no, it's still like four bucks a person, or if you get like a full like ticket for everybody it's like you could get a pack of five for like 16 oh so it's really nice it's a it's a really nice train it's a, like a 15 minute ride and it, you just you just get four to bucks chill. for 15 minutes that's pretty yeah, good it's, it's pretty nice it's a nice little little ride through the through the woods um that we we went to a farm we fed some animals because it was free um yeah, I don't. Then yeah, just round one, all you could eat sushi. Ooh. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else we did. There, there was just a lot. So, um, I remember on I think it was the Saturday or Sunday. I was out to like two at round one. Like we closed the place up. So, oh damn, uh, nice. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, uh, Monday I was recovering from being awake for too long and. Today I had to drive my parents to the airport. Um they they're going to a wedding in Hawaii and now it is my job to keep the cat alive. That is my job. That is all I can do. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah, that's my week so far. Um other than that just taking time to read manga. Um how about you, Matt? How's everything going on your end? It's been pretty good just doing work. Um, good Omens is now out in the universe and the fandom has thoughts. Um, yeah, I saw... Uh, what's it called? Um, I saw Talk to Me um, two days ago and then yesterday I saw um, Haunted Mansion. So got a little bit of a horror theme going talk to me was really good um it's an australian horror possession talk to spirits movie um it was very it was very spooky not like super scary but very like horrifying and disturbing at times it's one of the better horror movies i've seen in a long time um another horror movie that i saw recently that I think it's on streaming now is, is the new Evil Dead. I think it's Evil Dead Rise, which was also very good. Um, so if you're in a horror mood, go check those out. Um, Kevin, did you ever see the original Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy? The, the one with Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah. yeah. What did you think of that? Like, what do you remember about it? I don't remember anything. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, I I remember, like, very little about it. But all I know is that it obviously makes, like, hints towards the ride. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I was very afraid of like, I I was afraid of like the haunted mansion growing up. But like you know, now that I know all the tricks, I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know about the movies. I just I just don't feel like they click that well. Okay. I also was slightly terrified of haunted mansion growing up because I was scared of everything. Um, but eventually, I was like cool with horror. But um, I did recently rewatch the like not not even having to do with um the remake i didn't even know the remake was coming out um but i i watched the eddie murphy one recently i still thought it was fun a lot of people give it crap cuz it didn't make a whole lot at the box office um it wasn't as successful as um what's it called pirates of the caribbean which everyone knows is very 
successful movie franchise. Mm-hmm. We got Captain Jack Sparrow out of it. Um, but I think the Haunted Mansion, like the original film, I think it was good because it was a very simple plot line. It like had enough nods to the the rides that people who are just fans of Disneyland and I don't know if it's at Disney World. I've never been to Disney World, but if you were a fan of the Disneyland ride, it's like, oh, look at that fun Easter egg. Um, I think Eddie Murphy's performance was good. I think it was just just creepy enough that it could be considered like a semi-horror movie. It's not all that scary. Um, This new one is okay at best. Like they have such a stacked cast. They have Danny Mm -hmm. DeVito. They have uh, Rosario Dawson. They have Owen Wilson. Um, They have Lakeith Stanfield, who I normally I like, but he's so bad in this. He's (laughs) just awful. Like he's so wooden and the entire time he's just mumbling, just that's how he's conveying that he's depressed is just by mumbling every single line. And it's like so he's a Valorant player. He's like a Valorant <laughs> player. Got it, got it. I, I guess pretty much. Valorant <laughs> player. Um just just let me die. I just want to die now. Oh my uh, god. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine dropping that. Oh my god, should have landed that headshot? Oh my <laughs> This is stupid. There's no such thing as like afterlife. Uh, there's no point. What's the point of anything? Yeah, don't even res me. It's not even not even worth it. <laughs> but um yeah, it's just it's it doesn't feel very fun. Like there's a couple there's there's times where it gets like very interesting, but it's like not towards the not until towards the end where you really see like the, what the ghost world in this universe looks like uh honestly the mo- the f- most fun scene is like during the credits which is sad like if your most fun scene is is your put during the credit scene then you kind of failed as a movie it's not doing well in the box office so um i would say you can wait for this to go on to disney plus because it's not worth 20 dollars to go see but it's There's like no if you're a fan Haunted of... Mansion three coming out, right? Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. I, I, unless Disney wants to throw away their money, maybe they'll do it again in like another ten years or something, and we'll just be like, okay. And it's just gonna get worse from here. There, mm-hmm. there's no upward trend for the Haunted Mansion movies, as sad as it is. But I do really appreciate. Like I, I now kind of want to go back to Disneyland and just ride the ride again because it's fun. Which is exactly mm-hmm. what they wanted to do with this movie. So advertising works, people. Ah, <sighs> um. Speaking of of movies, um, let's talk about Barbenheimer. So, have you gotten a chance to see either of them yet, Kevin? No, I've still been procrastinating real hard on it. Uh, I I need to. I mean, you've been you've been dealing with children, so I think you deserve yeah. a pass on that. But as you all know, Barbenheimer is the portmanteau name of of it's kind of the ship between Barbie and Oppenheimer, um, <laughs> and it's it's obviously been making a ton of money. It is the pretty much the box office sensation of the year. Um, aside from really Spider Man and Mario, nothing's really been doing well financially like the flash was a huge flop um shazam was a really big flop uh ant-man did terrible for marvel as well um but currently barbie and oppenheimer are raking in the money so together they have made more than 1.1 billion dollars globally with a b 
typically like this is the second week of um of, of the movies being released we're going into the third week now um and according to cnbc typically big blockbuster movies will see ticket sales fall between 50 and 70 percent in the second week uh currently both movies are just down 43 percent which is good compared to 50 to 70 percent i'm guessing because most people have probably already tried to see them opening weekend or just throughout that first week um currently domestically barbie gained 93 million dollars in the second week um so domestically it's made 351 million which looking at the total that it's made so far it's around 750 million dollars almost 800 million dollars so industry trend not industry trends but like sales trends looking at barbie right now if this continues and people are still going to see it into the third week it could very easily like on its own without like the barbenheimer like oppenheimer trend could easily earn a billion by itself so oppenheimer is about half of um barbie sales i think so right now it um it earned $46.7 million in the second week. Domestically, it's made just under $200 million, about $175 million. Um, and globally, it's earned $405 million. So even though it's not making nearly as much as Barbie, I think that the audience for Oppenheimer is a lot smaller, which contributes to that. But still, at $405 million, that is a significant amount of money for its make. Yeah, it it's really impressive how like I I know that like the the current strikes don't allow the actors really even promote it, but it's just like it's that whole thing, it's like the doom crossing trend that happened. Um oh, yeah, where everybody just that. wanted a bit of both. So uh it's it's a doom crossing equivalent for uh for movies. So mm. I'm I'm excited to see how, how people take it, you know. Speaking of the strike, um, there is a rumor that because Barbie is doing so well and Warner Brothers wants to continue to make money off of it, there is a rumor that Warner Brothers is willing to try to go back to negotiating with the Actors Guild and the Writers Guild to try to make a deal so that they can use the actors and the writers and everybody to try to promote the film even more and get even more money out of it. Um we'll see if that actually happens and if it happens in time for Barbie to still benefit from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in this, imagine if the, the thing that stops the strike is Barbie. Yeah. Just, just ridiculous. Ridiculousness. Um, A little bit more about Barbenheimer news. Um, Japan is understandably not really happy with Oppenheimer considering what the movie is about. Um, And so Japan, I guess, is a little bit behind the trend. They weren't aware that Barbenheimer was being promoted as like a double feature kind of thing. And it's unofficial, obviously, but they weren't Mm -hmm. even aware that it was an unofficial trend in the U S and then they found out um, because Warner brothers um, Twitter account engaged with it and like was promoting the barbenheimer thing and they got mad they're like why why are you doing this like there it was trending on japan no barbenheimer because people were saying it's unsense it's insensitive 
for you to be making like a comedic moment out of what is a movie depicting a horrible thing that happened to our country. So I completely understand that. Um, I don't know how I would feel if I was from Japan because I mean on its face it's kind of funny just looking at it objectively that Barbie and Oppenheimer opening the same weekend um there's such opposite movies but then again like it it was horrible what happened because of the atomic bomb and, and just at least in the movie like their reasoning like the way that they dealt with where they were deciding to drop the bombs and just how flippant America kind of was about the whole ordeal. And there's plenty of like horrific, if, if you want to know how bad it really was, it's it's very easy to find out what happened and how many people died and what happened to the people who did die and who survived the initial blast, but died later from the radiation. Um, but Warner brothers did have to make an apology for it. Warner brothers, Japan, um put out a statement that said because the movies barbie and oppenheimer were both released on america in july 21 there is a current movement driven by overseas fans to watch them together hashtag barbenheimer but that is not an official movement we find the reaction to this fan-driven movement from the official american account for the movie barbie to be extremely regrettable um we take this very seriously and are asking the American head office to take appropriate action. We apologize to those offended by these inconsiderate actions. Um, I'm not from Japan, so I can't really comment about whether or not this is an overreaction or not, but I completely understand why people are upset about this. Yeah, I totally agree. Like we may not understand like, the individual nuances of it but we can at least like acknowledge what's going on here uh-huh i think the best way to to look at it i guess if we had an analog is if another country released like some goofy toy movie like kevin give me a random toy brand no uh, let's just go with the uh, i don't know hasbro has a lot um, let's just go with like Mighty Beans or okay. Something. Oh my God, I saw Mighty Beans at a uh, at the swap <laughs> meet very very recently. So I think the best analog to this is if a Mighty Beans movie and a movie about nine eleven yeah were released <laughs> on the same day, and that country was like, um, I don't know, they had a, a weird hashtag with with, um mighty beans and and the world trade center um bean bean 911 or something i don't know <laughs> exploding beans something like that and you can you you know america would be really mad about that yeah because it's a horrific moment in our history that a lot of people still remember it's a significant just world history moment too um a lot of people died so I think if when you look at it that way, I think it's very reasonable that a reaction. I wonder if like Oppenheimer's even screening in Japan. I, I heard that like, and I didn't, I don't remember the article that I was reading, but I I read at some point that either they were delaying the release in Japan or not releasing at all just because people did not want to see this movie about the man who made the bomb who destroyed their country. 
Yeah, I, I feel like that's totally fair. Um, there, there's no need to like to you. You can ban this movie in Japan, and I, I would told that just totally makes sense. All right, moving on. It like speaking of the the strike again. Um, the Emmys are possibly being postponed this year. So this hasn't happened since 2001 when, uh, God, speaking of the World Trade Center, that's why the Emmys was postponed that year was because um, it was originally um, supposed to happen early September. 9-11 happened and there was no way that anyone was ready to watch the Emmys in the wake of that. So the Emmys is being postponed in the wake of the writer strike currently going on right now. And the actor strike currently going on right now, because there's no, you can't ha- like, again, as you said, Kevin, actors and writers are currently not allowed to promote any of the projects that they have worked on or are working on as per the strike rules without breaking the picket line and, and scabbing, which if you do that, you will never work again, never break a strike never break a picket line never scab it's not a good idea because when the strike ends and eventually it will end everyone around you will remember that you didn't stand with them and they will never hire you because you did not stand in support of them fighting for better wages better rights better everything for you so just don't don't break a picket line anyway um because of that stipulation of the strike if there's no one to accept the awards, then there's no point in having the award show. So because it's unlikely that the strike will be ended in time for the September Emmy Awards originally, it was supposed to be originally September 18. It is being pushed back. I think ideally the uh, the Television Academy would like to have it in November to December, but that's, e- that's still unlikely even with the, the current timeline. So they're currently looking at January. Um, I also recently read that the studios are kind of starting to feel a little bit more desperate with all these the things that are happening, all the collateral effects of the strike. So because the um, the Emmys are going to have to be pushed, um, if it goes even longer, the Oscars are going to be affected. Uh, they're not able to, like I said, promote movies like Barbie, and which is potentially hurting profits, which I mean, Barbie's doing fine without them pushing it. I think people are going to see it anyway. Um, but looking at other movies coming down the line, it's they may need that extra push. I think the studios are finally getting nervous. So because of of the Emmys and all these other things being impacted, it's probably doing more to benefit the um, the actors and the writers than anything to hurt them. So it's interesting to see the ripple effects that I that are, that are happening. And hopefully it it ends the strike quicker because money. Oh, I forgot. Uh, during the talk of, of Barbenheimer, Kevin, did you hear what the uh, the proposed next um, just not, not Discord, but like opposite mashup of movies is going to be? Hmm. It, it's, I have no idea. It's called Saw Patrol. That's no, the wait. hashtag people so, are wait, using. The, the Saw and the Paw Patrol movie. Yep, they're coming out the same day. Okay. Saw Patrol. It's not good. I hope it doesn't do that. <laughs> I really hope. Now, that's a back-to-back movie that, like, requires a little bit of explanation. <laughs> I feel like Barbenheimer, like, made sense because they're two, like, big 
priority blockbuster movies and like yeah you go to oppenheimer and then once you're depressed by it you go pick yourself up with barbie and you feel better about yourself but just like i can't see how saw patrol's actually going to be a thing <laughs> like people are just making like the joke now but i really hope as much as it would be a benefit for the the movie industry if people did come out and do the double feature thing again like if if the, if it happens and it it's it makes a ton of money then this is all that the studios are going to do is just make weird contrasting movies in the hope that like they release on the same day and everyone's going to go see them both because of the meme i really hope it doesn't happen but yeah <laughs> God, just imagine people like actually dressing up and like you see a bunch of like people dressed up as Jigsaw just sitting in the Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> or a bunch of like furries in <laughs> just Saw. sitting in Saw. <laughs> or just children. People like taking their children to see Saw with them just because. God, no. Um, speaking of people dressing up, um, there's a zoo in China that has been in the news recently. Because some people think that the bear that they have, the sun bear that they have is just a guy in a suit. Yeah, I saw this. I saw this video. It's just weird. What do you think, Kevin? Do you, does it? I, th- it uh, I think it's a real bear. Yeah, I think so, too. It's, it's a Malayan sun bear. It's one of the smallest bears that currently exists. It's only 51 inches tall, which is like a little over four feet. That's four feet, three inches for those of us who use the uh, Imperial Murican system or 1.3 meters for the rest of the world that's normal. Um, it's not a very big bear. It, it's small. And according to experts, like because the video shows the bear like standing up on its hind legs, people think that because it's it's so small that it's standing on two legs and like looking at the back of it, it's butt's kind of wrinkly so that it, they say it looks like a guy wearing pants. Um, according to experts, it's, it's not a dog. It's not a, ba- a human in a suit. It's, it's an actual bear. These bears are known to behave in a very human like manner. They're known to stand on two legs. They can walk on two legs. They can even like walk on two legs and hold their, their cubs. It's, it's not unheard of for them. Um, but it's it's a real bear weird it's the weird things that get picked up on the news just because of social media you know yeah <laughs> now the next story kevin might be interesting to you because you're going to this country but there is um it's very related to the bear one but a, a japanese guy paid <laughs> a large amount of money for a suit that makes him look like a very realistic collie dog do you know yeah. how much he, he spent on this suit, Kevin? Have you heard this story? No, I haven't heard this one. Uh, man, I have no idea. He spent $14,000. That's a lot. On a fursuit to look like a dog. Oh, okay. I, I'm seeing the suit now. It does look like a dog. It's very realistic. I will say that it. he, he got what he paid for. He did. This guy is unnamed, but he's going by Toko online. Um, and he he recently released video of himself in the suit for the first time, interacting with people in the wild. Um, he said, "I rarely tell my friends because I am afraid they will think I am weird. My friends and family oh, seem very no surprised <laughs> to learn 
I became an animal. I don't want my hobbies to be known, especially people I work with. That's fair. <laughs> That's understandable. I mean, do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting other people. But like, there's other things you could do. Yeah, there's a lot of other things you can do. Not to yuck anybody's yum, but like, I could use fourteen hundred bucks. Fourteen thousand, not fourteen hundred. Fourteen thousand. Fourteen thousand. Okay, yeah, that's fourteen thousand. Kevin, he's stepping it up even even higher than what I thought. It's crazy. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Almost as much as my car costs. Ugh. (laughs) Anyway, last story for me and last animal story for me um but they taught a, a an ape how to play minecraft kevin they taught they taught a bonobo ape how to play minecraft okay so, there's a youtuber called chris Cow, and he partnered with um the ape cognition and communication institute to teach an uh, a bonobo monkey called Kanzi, who according to them is one of, if not the most intelligent ape on the planet right now. Uh, apparently, he can understand human vocal speech. He can communicate and play games on a, a touchscreen. So they taught him how to play Minecraft. And like it, I think it was a specialized program that allowed him to use his touchscreen. They, they had to program it and code it and everything. But it's actual Minecraft. And they went through a bunch of, of trials to get him to learn how to play it. And eventually he did. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, <laughs> Minecraft is so simple. An ape can do it. Literally. Yeah. But my question is, is just looking at this footage, like if you ever watch it, it's on Krista Cow's YouTube channel. And they're they're raising funds to go do a part two with Kanzi and teach another ape to try to play Minecraft. They're trying to raise $10,000. They're currently over $8,000 into it, so they need a little bit more left. Um, but anyway, my question is, is that during this entire time where Kanzi's playing, like every single time he picks up a resource, he gets a treat, either an apple, a peanut, or a grape. Um, my question is, is, is Kanzi actually playing, or is he just doing tasks to get a reward? Because there's a difference between an ape being able to play a game or an ape being able to use a program designed for them because there's a reward at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't yeah. feel like this is truly playing Minecraft. I feel like this is just the ape following directions and understanding stimuli because there's food involved. Like if the ape was just playing around and goofing by itself and not doing anything for a reward, just for the sheer joy and enjoyment of playing the game, kind of like how, in the wild, animals will play with toys because they like them um, or, or just play with each other because it's fun. If they were able to get it to a point where Kanzi would like actually knows what he's doing and is playing Minecraft of his own, own volition, not because he's being filmed, interacting with people, getting that sign of enrichment and stimulation and getting the reward, then I think you will have taught a monkey how to play Minecraft, not because you're giving it food. Yeah. But imagine, Kevin, one day, like, you're playing, one day you're doing competitive Minecraft, not competitive Minecraft, competitive, like, Valorant or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the the winner comes on stage, and it's just an ape. I just look across the stage, and there's just a whole monkey there just yelling at me. 
and being like, wow, I can't actually, I can't even win. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm that bad. <laughs> oh, that changed the, the gaming landscape for sure. Oh, God, imagine Jake Paul versus a... Uh, Bonobo. A, a Bonobo. The, the, the game now? Yeah, in the game. I, I think Jake Paul would lose in the game and would lose in the fight. I would love to see yeah. that. One, one, yeah, there, there's no way. My, apes are stronger than us. Even a roided out man child like Jake Paul would get destroyed by a monkey. There's no yeah. contest. All right, that's it for me, Kevin. Let's talk about other things that are not animal related. <laughs> God, I had three animal stories this week. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> okay, so first thing we're gonna talk about is an animal. Just kidding. Oh no. boy. Um, <laughs> no, we'll we'll talk about the agent that has all of the animals. I guess. I guess that's our transition. Um, so uh, we recently got a new Valorant anthem for Champions 2023. In other words, uh, Riot Games tends to put out a music video that kind of becomes like the theme song of the event. Um, so. Uh, this year they released their new song. It's called Ticking Away. Um, it has Grabbits and Baby No Money on it. Um, it is actually a really solid song and the music video is pretty good too. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, it's just promotional stuff for uh, the new Valorant season uh, that's coming up. So yeah, check it out if you guys are interested. Um, the main character that is like mainly highlighted is Gecko which is one of the newer agents. He does have little like animal creature things um, that, that people get to control. Um, so yeah, that that's the tie in. Woo. I'm so good at this. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, let's move on from there. Let's talk about a bunch of tournaments. Um, so uh, from my first love, let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. So uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh world championships will be held on August 5th and 6th in Tokyo. Um, I unfortunately won't be there. Um, if, if I planned this a little bit ahead of time, I probably would be, but it is all good. Um, we are here to enjoy whatever, whatever happens from that. Um, I don't know which specific games are being hosted. Um, I know that the card game is probably the main one. Um, but, um, we don't know if Master Duel or Duel Links will be involved in the tournament. Uh, I got to check once again. I don't keep up with the Yu-Gi-Oh! World as much as I used to, but um, yeah, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championships is also going to be held in Tokyo. Um, Japan has a lot of busy esports stuff going on this this month. Um, so uh, moving on from the Yu-Gi-Oh! side of things, uh, let's talk about the Pokemon stuff. Um, so uh, if Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championships is August 5th and 6th, uh, the Pokemon World Championships will be held from the 11th through the 13th. Um, that is the weekend after. Um, that will be in Yokohama, Japan. I will be there uh, to go ahead and support Pokemon Unite, watch the Pokemon Unite games. Um, but knowing them, they're probably going to be having all of the games being played at the same time. Um, so it, I'm going to pretty much be watching Unite, uh, the trading card game, the video game, and pokemon go all at the same time uh because that's how that's how the game works um if you guys haven't seen the preview trailer for that already it is done by the same company that did uh weathering with you uh we talked about it last week as kind of like a promotional thing but um it is still up on youtube if you guys want to check that out it's really cool um 
But yeah, uh, that is something that we will be keeping tabs on. Uh, what's going on in the Yu-Gi-Oh! world, as well as what's going on in the Pokemon World Championship world. Um, but yeah, very big week for Japan. I'm going to be there to to either catch the aftermath or watch it. Um, so we'll definitely have to see how it goes. Um, yeah. Is that what the is that what uh as, Japan as aside, has posted? Yeah. As an aside, um, I just saw an image of Barbie impo the, the Barbie logo imposed on a, a photo of the Twin Towers exploding, and someone said, "What do you think of this image? You were doing the what you're doing is the same as this. Shame on you." So, um, I am not the first person to think of the 9/11 comparison between Oppenheimer and Japan and Barbie and the atom bomb so yeah okay kevin sorry to interrupt <laughs> no 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 uh, unfortunately i think it'll be a movie in the future uh so we'll we'll see if it happens um all right uh let, let's talk about let's talk about fortnite Ooh, fortnite fork who, knife. who doesn't like fork knife um speaking of fork knife uh they're getting more anime crossovers so uh i i just got the trailer in i think earlier today um Jujutsu Kaisen characters will be joining Fortnite. Um it really does come off of the heels of season 2 being aired right now. Um so uh you have Itadori, Megumi, Nobura and Gojo. So the main 3 and the teacher will all be joining in. So um yeah, I might have to get Gojo. I don't even play Fortnite. Just get Gojo and hit the gritty. Um you know, that's just the 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 one two combination that I really need to have. Um but yeah, another Shonen Jump property getting into Fortnite is kind of crazy. Um, I mean, we expected a lot of this to come down, but like, I I just didn't expect it to be this quick. Um, so yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen going to be in Fortnite. Uh, check it out if you guys want to. Uh, I don't play Fortnite, but I know that some of y'all want to and will enjoy that. Um, cool. Uh, let's go to the manga recommendation of the week. Today, I'm actually going to go over uh, one of the movies that probably went under the radar due to Barbenheimer. Um, I'm going to talk about the first Slam Dunk. Um, this is an anime film. Um, it was aired on the 27th. It was on a Thursday um, when I first saw it. So uh, the first Slam Dunk follows the story of Slam Dunk, the original uh manga that was written in uh the 80s and then was made into an anime in the 90s um but the series like this specific movie really focuses in on one of kind of the side characters and their backstory um we don't usually get a lot of backstory about this character so it was really refreshing to see it from their perspective um you do cross over into the original like cast and uh, so on and so forth but it's really cool to see kind of this microcosm of just one game um be expanded into like this guy's life story um excellent storytelling uh it is another anime that is like based off of 3d rendering um so if you are if, if it feels a little weird it might be because of that but i was able to look past it i just had a great time like enjoying the basketball game itself um but also enjoying the stories um, the thing that I enjoyed the most that actually surprised me the most was the sound design um, for this movie. 
Um, I thought that everything would be like, okay, well, it's all basketball. It's all realistic. Um, but there are moments where it's just complete silence and you feel that level of gravity of like the importance of this play. Um, and a lot of movies would be like, no, nah, you, you fill that up with like shoe squeaks on the floor with plays being called with screens, with bodies, like, you know, getting hit and so on and so forth. But there are moments where like the movie would go completely silent. And I'm like, I am experiencing this moment in real time. Right. Um, it's just like, it feels like they're hanging in the air for like 10 seconds. Um, and it probably was, but it, it's just heavy. Um, and I enjoyed it for that. Um, I would recommend, even if you haven't seen any of Slam Dunk, like the, the manga, the anime, or just don't even know what it is. Like if you enjoy basketball movie or sports, like anime, want to just try it. You could watch the first Slam Dunk and go in completely blind and enjoy the movie. Um, so I would recommend it. It did get greenlit for more showings. So uh, later in the month, if you guys want to go ahead and like look at your local listings and see when the first Slam Dunk is airing again, I would highly recommend it. Um, I I immediately the day after that uh, went to my local courts and shot some shot some hoops. I was just like I was so hyped. Um, I don't know if I'll continue, um, but I am going to be, I'm going to start reading more Slam Dunk, the manga. So um, really excited to see how this plays out. And um, yeah, uh, I was glad that I was able to see the first Slam Dunk. Uh, would recommend if, even if you don't like Slam Dunk, um, just, just watch an anime film um, if you, if you have the time to go out and go and see it. The thing about anime movies is that they only ever get like one or two nights in a theater. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to like, oh no, I'm working that day. Or, oh no, I have previous commitments that day. It's like very hard (laughs) to go out and actually see one. You have to like specifically block off that day and never have have other plans. They always like put it on a Thursday, which is kind of weird. It's like, like, what am I supposed to do? Just call Friday off or like? do something i'm just like i can't afford to do that i want to enjoy the movie Mm -hmm. um but i was able to so i saw it on thursday i had like camp that day so i went Mm -hmm. to camp i got home at like seven i took a nap until like nine and then i got to my theater and saw it at 10 um so that that's how that went it was it was a good movie. I I would recommend watching it. Um, does make you want to go outside and play basketball. Um, so, um, yeah, great movie. I took a photo in front of like the uh, the promotional like poster for it too. It's it's pretty cool. Um, okay. Uh, let's move on from the anime stuff to the manga releases. Um, the we we have quite a bit to go through just because. Well, we're we're taking a big hiatus because I'm I'm out. Um, so yeah, here here's your manga releases. Uh, this week we have Ayashimon three, which is uh a continu- a continuation of Ayashimon who is which is created by Yuki Kaji, um the same guy who made Hell's Paradise. Um, it's kind of their new endeavor. Uh, it's not quite up to Hell's Paradise in my opinion, but still a really fun manga if you want to support the author. Um, we have Beauty and the Feast 9 coming. Um, if you enjoy Beauty and the Feast, we have more. 
Um, and then Kaguya 26. Kaguya Sama Love is War 26. Um, I believe that the manga is done in Japan. In my opinion, I'm just gonna wait. I think that they want to do a box set for it, so I'm gonna wait off on picking it all up. Um, but I do think that if you are keeping up to it uh day to day, make sure to go and pick this up. Uh book 26. Um, all right, uh moving on into next week. So uh August 8th, um, the day I fly out, um, we have Attack on Titan Omnibus 12. Um, if you're collecting the omnibus versions of Attack on Titan, we have Bushoku Tensei 17, uh, aka Jobless Reincarnation, that also has an anime out at the moment. Um, very interesting. Uh, we have Komi 26. If you like Komi Can't Communicate, it, yeah, Komi, more Komi. Um, last but not least, this is the one that's kind of a sleeper on a lot of people's lists. It is Akane Banashi. Um, <laughs> this is a manga about Rakugo, which I like Rakugo as a as an art form. Um, it is like single person performative comedy, um, or storytelling. Um, but it follows around like a a young lady who wants to take her shot at the art form, um, and is willing to willing to break a couple rules in order to make it happen, but. Um, it was nominated for, I think, Manga of the Year um, in 20... I think it was... I think it was 2021 or something like that. So I think it's finally coming over here. It got translated. I'm excited to read it. Um, I have it pre-ordered already. Um, okay. Uh, moving on into the week after that. So this is the 15th. We're talking two weeks out now. Um, we have Mr. Villain's Day Off. Um it, in other words, it's what do supervillains do when they're not destroying the world? Um, apparently, in this one, he goes to the zoo. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what supervillains do when they just want to pet animals. Um, we <laughs> have petting zoo. You go to the petting zoo, just hang out. Um, we have Zombie 100 Volume 11. Uh, Zombie 100, obviously having the mon- uh, having the anime out this season. Uh, the manga is on Volume 11. Um, I would say the covers. And the art is still really fun in the manga. Uh, would recommend it if you are picking it up. And to follow that one up, we have Way of the House Husband, uh, book 10. Uh, we talked about the self-help book that was published recently that has all the tips. Um, but this is still continuing on with the story of Way of the House Husband. Um, and that is going to be number 10. Once again, those are all coming out on the 15th. Um, last one. Uh, that we're going to go over because we'll probably have enough time to, to get over there. Um, on the 22nd, there's two big ones that come out. Um, one is the end of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Golden Wind. Um, this is the one with Giorno, Giovanna. Um, I know that everybody knows the meme uh, followed by the theme song. Just be saying the name, uh, just cues the theme in your head. Um, so book nine will be coming out for Golden Wind. Um, and that will wrap up part five of jojo's um if you guys want it for your shelf make sure to go ahead and pick that up um the other one is oshinoko 3 um oshinoko had that really popular anime um last season or last uh how can i describe it last yeah last season um and a lot of people really wanted to pick up on it um i'm a manga reader only like i'm the furthest behind compared to people um so the obviously there's like 
I think 12 volumes in Japan already. The anime is further in the story than it is in the manga. And then the manga in the States is slowly catching up. So I haven't watched the show yet. Um, I might after reading book three just to see how far they go. But um, overall, just excited to see where the story goes. It's a little wild right now, but um, excited to see uh, see everything kind of click and uh, enjoy the movie as or enjoy the enjoy the ride as we still continue to go on through. Um, but yeah, overall, lots of manga releases. Um, I also uh just to let everybody know the uh right stuff sales are over um in terms of the the website and everything that was going down there um i forgot to make a post on my twitter or now i guess it's called x now right um i hate it i i I don't want to i'm not gonna call it x it's still Twitter. twitter the guy had to take down his sign in san francisco it's not it's not called x yet um so um yeah uh there was a whole bunch of sales on manga and during the last day of the sale or last day of the event uh, for their celebration their like month-long celebration of all of their uh, manga sales and the fact that they're like i think 34 years old or something like that for the website um they were like yeah we're bringing back all the deals that we had throughout the month uh for this day only and i'm like ah (laughs) i was like I have to remember what I wanted to get. Um, so yeah, there's there was a lot of stuff that I picked up. Uh, stay tuned or keep it post. You know, I'll keep you guys posted on my Twitter um, when I do my re- my box openings. Obviously, it will be after Japan. Um, but I'm supposed to have like, let's just say your boy ordered like 20 plus books, and Oof. they're all coming in while I'm in Japan. So. By the time that I get home, I'm going to have like three or four boxes of just books. And then I have to reorganize the shelf. But it will be worth it because I, I get to read a lot of really cool manga. Um, and I'm excited to have stuff on the shelf while I'm uh, looking for a new job because that's how it works. <laughs> the trouble is, is that your your to be read pile gets too high and then it's just like, I can't work through it. What's the point? And then it just gets higher yeah. and higher and higher. I I take my time with my books. I feel like um I feel like I have a pretty solid pace. Um I read like a volume of manga a day. Um depending on the story obviously. Like you don't want to do anything too like intense and then have to like lay in bed and be like what did I just read? Mm-hmm. Um usually if it's like a story like if it's a fun one that I can like breeze through, I'll get through like one or two volumes in a sitting. Um, but other days it takes me like a little bit, maybe even half a volume uh, or half a volume like a day, depending on how thick the content is. Um, so one of them, one of my guilty pleasures, I'll let you guys know right now, I'm getting through, um, I'm getting through Blue Lock right now, um, which is the one about soccer. It's like the intense soccer one. Um highly recommend reading it over watching it like yes you get to see the the soccer happen in real time when you when you watch it but the amount of intensity that that is in the in the manga is escalated by the fact that they don't have to be pg for tv so Hmm. 
there are moments plus like the the art for like insane eyes is ridiculous and like the characters like lose their freaking mind in some moments and you're like oh he's feeling it like the the whole idea of like he's on fire is insane um in blue lock so um yeah would highly recommend like reading it if you're going to go through it um and yeah uh right now i think it's on book seven yep book seven um we're supposed to get more later down the line obviously um but we'll see what what comes out of the uh comes out of the story i i'm enjoying it a lot um i like it when characters like start losing their mind and like crazy intensity and stuff um yeah it's a lot of fun okay so kevin you're you're about to travel to japan in a little bit um aside from pokemon things what else are you planning on doing um so i've been to japan at least once already in my life um i went back in 2016 but i went with my parents and they planned a lot of the stuff out um as we were going along um I am also going to be planning a little bit, but it's mainly for my friend who has never been. Um, I'm just there to like allow him to have fun and and explore the city. But um, the main things that I'm looking forward to is we're going to be spending time in Yokohama for a little bit. Um, that is where the Pokemon World Championships is going to be held. Um, so in Yokohama, they have one, the Cup Noodle Museum. Um, that is one thing that I'm... I'm excited to possibly go to. We'll see if we have time. Uh, number two is Cosmoland. It is one of the few um, amusement parks that Japan has. Um, plus, I think that the Pokemon Unite crew wants me to back up my words with with being able to actually like shoot the buckets. I know that you oh, you've seen I've you've seen, seen me shoot buckets. I've witnessed it. Um, it's like a machine. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we like. It's it's something that we know you can do, but can you prove it? And I'm like, there are many hoops at Cosmoland, so now I have a reason to go there. Um, but yeah, they also have roller coasters and like one of the coolest Ferris wheels ever. So I'm gonna go ahead and wait. What's see how much this Ferris cost. wheel? It's huge and it overlooks the entirety of Tokyo, which is kind of oh, sick. Wow. Um, so I'm I'm excited to do that. Um, and yeah, we'll see what else we happen to find in Yokohama. Um, been watching a couple of videos about that, and then after that, we're gonna be going to the main, um, Tokyo area. So we're gonna be, uh, I think we're only like a block or two away from a train station. So it's gonna be going on J Rail a lot to Akihabara, Shinjuku, um, Harajuku, just like a whole bunch of like the regular like Tokyo area, um, like sites, um. And yeah, just having a lot of fun with that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm excited to go. Um, I'm pretty much ready. I just have to pack up a couple things. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm very much ready to uh to explore Japan again. Um it's gonna be more interesting because I am on my own this time. Um but I do think that we should be should be good. Sounds exciting. I can't wait to hear all about it when you get back because I've always wanted to go to Japan, but I have not had the money or the time. So, um, 
excited to live vicariously through you. Um, yeah, um, I will be trying to edit the vlog. Um, I will be bringing my GoPro. Um, and it's just a matter of me actually editing it and putting it together. Uh, that will make it will make it a thing. So hopefully, hopefully we could get there. Um, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right. Kevin, your advice for planning a trip to go abroad. Um, step one, get foreign currency. Um, do it, do it ahead of time. Um, and number, number two, if you need to get a credit card that has like no international spending limits or, uh, restrictions. I, I found out that like the credit card that I had had like a 3%, uh, like charge for everything that I would have used it overseas. So I signed up for a new one that has no, no, like, uh, what do you call it? No penalties for it, so uh, I'm doing that. I'm also bringing a lot of yen, um, so I should be okay just to like enjoy the city. Um, I would just say come, like, be prepared, like, do a lot of research before you go. Uh, that way you know what you're getting yourselves into beforehand. Um, I know that my friend isn't really good at like transportation stuff, so me knowing the J rail system really helps out, but also knowing like when to take a bus versus uh, taking the, uh, taking the train is always important. So um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, hopefully we don't die over there and we could just enjoy the entirety of, uh, of Japan while we're out there. Um, other than that, I'm going to be on my Pokemon sleep grind. That's another thing. Uh, make sure to get eight hours of sleep and, yeah, just have fun. You're you're out there for you're out there to enjoy like being outside of your regular comfort zone. So uh explore around. Uh I'm good I actually have a day planned where it's pretty much just like I'm going to some random spot and my goal is to get like back to where I started. Um just to see like it and explore like the inner workings of like the city itself. So a lot of people are like, yeah, sometimes you just got to walk and then go and find like a random ramen shop and eat there and like just enjoy the city as it is. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I'll, maybe I'll try that one day. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what my friend wants to do. I think he has a couple of things that are like on his mind. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really fun to see. Well, hope you, hopefully you don't die and you, you have, a, have a good time in Japan. And um, we will catch y'all in September. Thanks, guys, for tuning in this week. And adios. We will be back in September as I run away from my responsibilities and explore Japan. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us and rate us five stars on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all social media at TwigPod, that's T-W-I-G-P-O-D. And feel free to send us any questions, comments, or any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week in Geek. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.